The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers. Miracles are now. They're not tomorrow. They're right now. The first step is you must be born again. Once you're born again, you're alive to God again, and he's talking spirit to spirit. See, that's your potential. Your potential is not in your flesh. See, you can't listen to your human logic because nowhere in the Bible did logic produce a miracle. Never let what your eyes see determine what your heart believes. The just shall what? Live by faith. And you and I are to live that way. Over in Judges chapter 6, this is um, a situation here where um, this man Gideon is being called by God to do something great. And I think every one of us has been called by God to do something great. God has enough greatness to go around to all his people. Look at verse 7. Let's just start there. And it came to pass when the children of Israel cried to the Lord because of the Midianites that the Lord sent a prophet unto the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord, God of Israel, I brought you up from Egypt and brought you forth out of the house of bondage. And I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians and out of the hand of all that oppressed you and drave them out from before you and gave you that their, that their land. And I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. Let's just stop right there. All right, now let's just see what the Lord did because we're talking about miracles and supernatural. Here's God and God is bringing this nation of people out of Egypt and he's bringing them in through the wilderness into Canaan. Right, let's just take it step by step. So first he's bringing them out of Egypt. And if you look at Exodus chapter 3, starting at verse 19, he talks about how the resistance that they're going to have in coming out. He says, and I'm sure that the king of Egypt will not let you go. No, not by a mighty hand. And another translation says, not unless he's forced to do so. Now that's very important. Unless he's forced to do so. Now, how do we force him to do so? Let's go to Psalm 66. I'm going to travel with these scriptures now. Psalm 66 and verse 3. He must be forced to do so. Say unto God, how terrible art thou in thy works. Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies submit themselves to you. Through the greatness of thy power shall the enemies submit themselves. So Satan is going to only submit to power. You're not up against an intellectual devil. I don't care how much education you got, so forth and so on. You will never first outwit him with that and you will never be able to conquer him with that. Okay. So you're going to need power. Now where is this power found? Let's go over to Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 10. And over in Ephesians 6 and 10, he says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. 
He said, put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For you wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You can't get out of there if you wanted to. I'm sure the king of Egypt will not let you go. Not with any power that you can manifest. You will have to get my power. Now let's just look at this. Look at Joshua chapter one, starting at verse three. And look what he says. He said, every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon that have I given you. As I said unto Moses, talking to Joshua now, he's taking over from the leadership of Moses. From this wilderness and this Lebanon, even to the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, and unto all the great sea toward the going down to the sun shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not fail you or what? Forsake you. Now notice what he said here in this verse. There'll not any man be able to stand before you. So there's nothing that can stop you from reaching your destiny but you. When he says any man, he means any system, any army. It doesn't make any difference. Now he says in here, as I was with Moses, so I'm going to be with you. So we need to see how was he with Moses? Because that's the way he's going to be with me. Because I'm going up against an enemy that I cannot defeat myself. Because God's going to bring you into a place. He's taking them into a place where the supernatural is not an option anymore. It's a requirement. He's taking you where the supernatural is not an option. It's a requirement. Let me come over here. He's taking you into a place where the supernatural is not an option. It's a requirement. And a lot of times saints are looking for some church. They don't have to use any faith. Don't look any further. They're going to be, they, they're not going to be out there. You will have to use some faith everywhere you go. Because we're coming into that kind of time in this era. If nothing else, you need to use your faith to stop this weather from coming in here like it is. All right, let's see how I was with Moses. This is Exodus chapter 23. And this is the way he was with Moses. Behold, verse 20, verse 20. Behold, I sent an angel before you. Lord have mercy. Right there is going to be supernatural. Because can normally you see an angel? Normally? Normally, normally, normally? No. Okay? So you're going to have to believe you got something with you that you can't even see. This is where you're going to get that which God has promised you because that land that he's promised you is a promised land. I sent an angel before you to keep you in the way and to bring you into the land which I have prepared. Watch this. Beware of him now and obey his voice. Don't provoke him for he will not forgive you. Pardon your transgressions for my name is in him. Look what the next verse says. But if you will indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I'll be an enemy to your enemies. I'll be an adversary to your adversaries. And my angels shall go before you and bring you into the land of the Amorites, the Hittites, the Perizzites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, Jebusites, Parasites. Oh, no, that wasn't up there. And I, and I will do what to them? I'm here to tell you where he's leading you. The supernatural is not an option anymore because you're in a season, a season of a supernatural. 
And when I say that, I mean this. I mean, when they were in that season, God said, you're going over. And they didn't want to go over. They said, no, we don't want his giants in the land and so forth. Now, what did God do? He tried to get them. He tried to get them. He pleaded with them and so forth. But pretty soon, God said, no. You missed your season. You're not going. And don't pray to me anymore. That's in the book. That's it. It's only so long that you're going to be able to hang back. This is going to help you now. I don't know about you, but I said, Lord, don't take nobody in my place. You might laugh at that, but that was serious coming from me. I don't want him to take anybody into anything that I'm supposed to do. I want him to stand, I want to stand before Jesus and him say, well done, Bill Winston. It's time to stop playing church. You're not coming in here just to see who got outfits on and looking for some man or whatever have you. That's not the game. You're coming in here for me to build your faith so you won't miss your season. That's where we are. That's going to be in churches all over the world. That bunch held back, they complained, they, they were jealous of each other, so forth and so on. And pretty soon God said, that's it. Season. There's seasons with God. When that door opens, he expects you to go through it. And stop making excuses. All right, let's go back to Gideon again. And that verse that we left off with, whatever verse you left off with, that's the verse I want you to start with. And I said to you, I am the Lord, your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites whose land you dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord and set her an oak, which is Oprah, in Oprah, that pertained to Joash the Abyssalite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the winepress to hide it from the Midianites. And the Midianites were oppressing Israel. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him, Gideon, and said unto him, The Lord is with you, thy mighty man of valor. And Gideon said to him, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why then is all this befallen us? And where be all his miracles? which our fathers had told us of, saying, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has forsaken us and delivered us into the hands of the Midianites. How many of you know the Lord will never forsake you? Amen. Say, God is, good. God is good. And the Lord looked upon him and said, go in this thy might, and thou shalt save Israel from the hand of the Midianites. Have not I sent thee? And he said unto him, O oh my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, my family is poor in Manasseh, and I am the least in my father's house. Now notice what he's doing. He's busy trying to disqualify himself. You see, when God calls you, he appoints you. And when he appoints you, he anoints you. And when he anoints you, 
and you're divinely positioned, nothing can stop you. So look what he says here. He says, the Lord said unto him, surely I'll be with you. And thou shalt smite the, the Midianites as one man. As one man. And I did a whole study of one man. Look up in David. Over in 1 Samuel chapter 17. Starting at verse 45. Then said David to this Philistine, this is a giant. Now this is one who had been trained in war from his youth. You come to me with a sword and with a spear and with a shield. Well, I'm coming to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel, whom you have defied this day, not next Saturday. This day will the Lord deliver you into my hand. Now this is one man. And I will smite your head off. I'm going to cut it off. And I'm going to take your head from you. And I will give the carcasses of the whole army host of these Philistines this day unto the fowl of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth may know that there's a God in Israel. Now that's what I'm about to do today. I, I'm talk, I ain't talking about tomorrow because I'm going to do something else tomorrow. Because I'm living in the supernatural. But this day, your head's going off. This day, you have messed with this group for the last time. The law of faith. Put it up on the board. Romans chapter 3. He says this, this is the law of faith. Where is boasting then? See, David wasn't boasting. It's, it's excluded. By what law? Of works? No, 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 no. But by the law of faith. The law of faith says whatever God is going to deliver into your hands must first be declared with your mouth. That's a tweet. Whatever God is going to deliver into your hand must first be declared with your mouth. And that's why he had to show up. Jesus came to the house of Jairus. Jairus' daughter was graveyard dead. And Jesus came in and declared something with his mouth. He wasn't trying to impress them. He wasn't boasting. He was putting a law in motion. The daughter is not dead. She's asleep. The Bible says to stop crying and start laughing at him. See, that's called crazy faith. And I'm going to tell you right now that God's people need to get some boldness to it. Because sometimes we're a little afraid to take God public. Because we think sometimes maybe it may not work. But let me tell you, let me give you the secret to this. This is the secret. You were never designed to go where you can't see. 
You see, when God said, Abraham, Abraham, take your son up on the mountain and offer him up as a sacrifice. The, the, the world movies might have him crying, taking him up there, but that was not the reality. The reality is that Abraham gladly took him on up. Why? Because Abraham, the Bible says in, in Hebrews chapter 11, he had already received Isaac raised up in a figure. Already received them raised up. He he's seen the future. Yes. Yes. See, see, you only risk when you haven't seen it. That's right, amen. You, you, you're only taking a risk when you don't know what's gonna happen. That's right. You were never meant to go where you can't see. That's right. Look at the scriptures, John chapter 16 and verse 13. Here's what he says. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, has come, he'll guide you into all truth, for he sh shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he'll show you things to come. Who is this he's talking about? The Holy Ghost. He shall glorify me, he, for he shall receive of mine and show it to you. Watch this. All things that the Father has of mine, therefore, said I, that he shall take of mine and what? He's going to show it to you. Now, the spirit of truth is going to guide you into all truth. Amen. And truth is the highest level of reality. It's up here. It's in heaven. This is what's written about you in heaven. It's not written in heaven that you broke. In heaven, it's written that you're rich. And he said, let the poor say, in heaven is not writ written that you're weak. In heaven, it's written that you're strong. Let the weak say, I I'm just saying in heaven, it says that by his stripes, you are, you are healed now. And so you're going to have to say what heaven says, because that's the truth. And the word of God has got enough power to replace the fact. Yes. No, no, no. When I left uh, my company, secular company, IBM, it's been good to me in computers. But God said, I want you to start a ministry. I want you to go full time. Well, I was trying to go without seeing. Each time I set a date, date come, come and gone. I'm still right there. Well, I'm trying to go up against the gates of hell. So what happened? I said, okay. Ran across a man preaching on the verse. Mark 11, uh, Mark chapter 10, 29 and 30, no man that's left house, mother, father, sister, brother, or watch this, lands. Land, see, lands, land, left land. Land is what they worked in that time. They had farms, but I was working job. So no man that has left job for my sake in the gospel, but he shall receive a hundredfold when? Now, not, not when I get to heaven, when we all get that. No, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about now. 
And once I meditated that word and transformed my belief inside, I saw something different. And once I saw something different, call the phone, baby, I'm leaving this company. She said, praise the Lord. And I left that company. Watch this. And ain't look back. Why? Because I wasn't taking a risk. That's what they say. Uh, one of the, the fellow I, I know her from back at the company, she said, you know, when you left, we thought you was crazy. I, I wanted to tell her that was crazy faith. See, you weren't ever meant to go where you can't see. See, if you, if, you, if you can't see the good of a marriage, then it becomes a burden. All you got to do is see something different. Come on, don't shout me down because I'm preaching to you. What am I saying? In this, in this thing here, we're talking about he went in the house, says she's not dead, she's just asleep. Now, let's, let's deal with death for just a minute now, because the Bible says by fear of death, people were all their lifetime subject to bondage, Hebrews chapter 2. So we don't fear death. I said we don't fear death. When Jesus rose from the dead, he says, now I got the keys to death and hell. So what death could just come in your room like a grim reaper and just snatch your life out, can't do it no more. And anyway, when people leave here, when they die, don't look at it as they dead. No, they, the Bible calls them sleep. And they have just moved to another city. You see, the Bible describes it over in Revelation 21, a city. It's a city. They come through the gates when they leave here and be with the Lord. And it's a city. It's just like your cousin going to L.A. You don't cry, oh, you going to L.A.? No, honey. She just went to L.A., just packed her bags and went on to L.A. She'll see you. Don't trip. <laughs> Are y'all with me? So what am I saying? Yeah, you, you got to watch that. Plus the fact, you don't know what that city is. You need to read the Bible. Because cities, streets are gold. Somebody told me, I heard a lady say, she was preaching this. She said, you know, if you're in heaven and you got a gravel driveway, you're going to be the laughing stock of the community. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, so I'm saying, look at it totally different. Now, where was I? Uh, okay. No, I'm talking about this one man thing, see, because it's just one person. And he used David, one man. How about a woman? Let's go to Esther chapter five. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel, Lord have mercy, and stood in the inner court of the king's house over against the king's house and the king sat upon his royal throne and the royal house over against the gate of the house. Now notice what Esther is doing. She got no business up in there. Got it? But she fasted three days. And got God with her. Now she can go anywhere. And when she showed up, normally if you don't come and you're announced and you haven't been invited, your head goes off. Yeah. 
But see, when you can see, you're not risking anything. Folks, when Jesus was, he preached in each gospel. He said, I'm going to come. I'm going to be crucified. I'm going to die. And I'm going to be dead three days. And I'm coming back up. He could see that. He didn't agonize going to the cross. Folks, if you could see the end of that business deal, you'll jump on it. Miracles are now. They're not tomorrow. They're right now. The first step is you must be born again. Once you're born again, you're alive to God again, and he's talking spirit to spirit. See, that's your potential. Your potential is not in your flesh. See, you can't listen to your human logic because nowhere in the Bible did logic produce a miracle. Never let what your eyes see determine what your heart believes. The just shall what? Live by faith. And you and I are to live that way. Live the lifestyle of the supernatural and experience miracles through your faith now in Pastor Winston's life-changing four-disc series, The Supernatural Church, Volume 1. To order on CD or DVD, by bank card at 1-800-711-9327 or online at billwinston.org. Make your plans today according to faith and no longer according to time and reach the impossible in The Supernatural Church, Volume 1. Order The Supernatural Church, Volume 1 today. Hello, Bill Winston here. Listen, we are having a time of our lives here in Hyderabad, India. Now, this is a part of the the gospel. This is a part of going into all the world and preaching the gospel to every creature. We just came out of a three-hour session that I taught for three hours to both the marketplace leaders and the pulpit or ministry leaders. We put them together, kings and priests, teaching them the word, talking about integrity and not compromising your values, not taking bribes. I mean, how to stand in faith for business, prosperity, and so forth. That's what it's all about. Also, the people of Hyderabad, they're hungry for the word of God. I mean, in our sessions, in our main convention sessions, we couldn't even get all the people in under the big tent. And I'm saying that's because faith is being preached and it draws people. God is positive. (laughs) Faith is positive. This is the way the force of faith works. If you are operating in faith, it will even affect your thoughts. And things that you wouldn't or couldn't think before, faith will cause you to think right now. The same God.
God that's in America is in India. Whatever God will do in America, He will do right here in India. Whatever He will do in Chicago, He will do in Hyderabad. He's just looking for somebody with faith. So we're here bringing this word, but I want to thank you. I want to thank you for your prayers and your financial support. I understand all of this takes money to do it. And God has given to us provision that as we sow seed, God will multiply it back to us. Why? So that we can continue the work of the kingdom of God being advanced. So I want to thank all of you right now, partners, members, friends, all that have supported us. Thank you so much. You are going to be blessed. Everything that we get, souls that we want, you get a part of that. This is a wonderful thing. Well, this is Bill Winston saying from Hyderabad, India, we love you and keep walking by faith. The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.